Welcome back to the Mike and Andrew Show. I'm Andrew Surik here again with Mike Meredith. Mike, how's it going? Pretty good, man. Ready for uh, some more sports to talk about here. Yes, sir. Uh, quite a bit to talk about, so let's get right into it. Uh, we got the NFL to start off the weekend. Right now, we got the Rams and the Saints playing. I believe we previewed this game on uh, on Tuesday's episode, so we'll not get much into that right now, but the uh, Rams are up 10 nothing uh, as of right now. Uh, but Saturday, we'll have uh, two games. Uh, the Steelers hosting the Bengals. Uh, Cincinnati, a three-point favorite in this game. Um, look, Pittsburgh lately just has not been good. They were pretty good to start the year. Um, that said, they have Mitch Trubisky starting, so you, you gotta go, you gotta go with the uh, with the Bengals here. It doesn't matter who your quarterback is. If if you have Mitch Trubisky as your starting quarterback, you're gonna lose a game. Yeah, I mean, well, no, I thought they uh, I thought they said that uh, Mason Rudolph was gonna be starting this week. Um, I don't know if they. Oh, I that. I, I you might be right. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that on a, a post uh, a couple of days ago. That yeah, yeah, no, you you are right. You are right. He is so, supposed to be starting. But still, I mean, I still don't think I trust Mason Rudolph even. Um, so I'm still picking the Bengals here. Yeah, no, I, I I cannot trust the the Steelers at all in this situation. I mean, Rudolph is a slight step better than Trubisky, but it's basically having the same thing as Trubisky. Uh, as your quarterback. Uh, the Chargers will be hosting the Bills. Uh, Buffalo, a 12-and-a-half point favorite in this game. Uh, look, this spread is just way too big. I, I think the Bills win this game. I don't know if they cover. But, uh, yeah, the Chargers obviously getting absolutely embarrassed last week. Uh, Thursday night football. Um, you know, they got a new head coach in. Uh, this this offense is not going to be doing much. I don't think uh, Justin Herbert's back, so I got to rule with the Bills here. Um, but I don't think the Bills cover that twelve and a half. That's a lot in the NFL. It's possible, especially just with how bad you know the situation in LA is. But uh, usually, when you see spreads this big, uh, they don't usually end up getting covered. Yeah, this is just. Uh, tough. I mean, I'm pretty sure Herbert's out for the rest of the season. I could be wrong on that, but they've. I mean, there's no reason to bring him back. They've already are out of the playoffs. If they brain Staley was still coaching, I would say yeah, Bills are going to cover. But now with him not coaching, I think the Chargers will at least be somewhat close in this game. I think the Bills still win probably by ten, but um, Chargers got to play better after that performance last week. Yeah, that was just absolutely embarrassing last week, man. Uh, Sunday, the Vikings are hosting the Lions. Uh, Detroit, a three-point favorite in this game. Um, look, there's there's a lot, you know, that, like in in this situation, I feel like this is a must-win for Detroit because you know they they can wrap up the division with a win right now over Minnesota. First time that'll happen in 30 years that they win the division. Um, you know, there's a lot riding on this game for Detroit. On the other hand, you have a Minnesota team that whose defense is very angry about last week, um, about what happened. 
Um, look, it, this is going to be a very close game, I think. Um, granted, the quarterback situation in Minnesota is not good at all, but y- yeah, you just kind of have to go with the Lions here. It's going to be a lot closer. I feel like this is going to be a nice defensive battle, but uh, I think the Lions can win this game. I'm pretty sure they'll cover that three points as well. Yeah, Lions got to do what they did last week and just show out because right here, that's the game that list locks up the division because they win this, they clinch. The only way they don't is if uh, they lose out and Minnesota wins out, um, which just can't have that happen. I mean, when you control your destiny by that, by all those games, just win this first game and get it over with and clinch the division here. Yeah, I, I feel like this is just, you know, get get your get your hands in the dirt, do everything you possibly can to lock up this division now, and you know you lock up the division, and and you know you have yourself, you know, two weeks basically to rest guys that you know you, you can rest Frank Ragnow and you can rest Taylor Decker because those two weeks won't really matter. You 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 got that division locked up. And you can just rest guys, uh, get them ready for the playoffs. The uh, the Texans are hosting the Browns. Uh, Cleveland, a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Um, CJ Stroud, I believe he's out for the rest of the year. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think I saw some that he is out the rest of the year. Um, you know, but you're going to have... But he's at least out for this game. Uh, Joe Flacco has looked really good uh, coming off the bench for the Browns. Uh, you got Keenum starting for the Texans. Uh, he, he he was able to sneak away last week uh, with a win in overtime for Texans. But he's going to have to play a much better game this week. Um, I got to roll with the Browns here. I think the Texans... They're they're a lot better of a team this year uh, than than really anyone thought they would be. But in, in this situation, I I have to go with the with the better quarterback here, and I got to go with the Browns. Yeah, I got to go with the Browns too here. Um, like you said, just better quarterback, and um, I trust their defense more too. So I think that. Uh, they're going to take this one. Texans had a real struggle last week to win that game. Um, Case Keenum, you know, he's only been in maybe four or five games in like four or five years starting. Um, so I think that um, Houston just isn't going to have enough to win this one. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. He's not started really any games uh, in the last four or five years. Uh, just, just only a, you know, a handful, if that. But uh, yeah, no, you, you got to trust the Browns here. They, they have a more experienced quarterback for sure, and then also just a better defense. So, uh, the Jets host the Commanders. Uh, this one's definitely a toilet bowl game for sure. Uh, the Jets are a three-point favorite in this game. Um, I. I the commanders haven't won a game since they uh since the trade deadline and well that one we kind of saw coming when they traded Montez Sweat and Chase Young on the defense uh just anyone can score on Washington now 
Um, they don't have a good quarterback situation either. The Jets, on the other hand, well, yeah, we already know how bad the offense is. The defense, though, it's elite. So I got to go with the uh, the Jets here. This is going to be a really, really low-scoring game. Very boring to watch just because both offenses are not going to be able to do anything. Yeah, I got to agree. I think that the uh, Jets, I trust the Jets' defense most of either any offense or defense in this game. So I think that they will probably score some points there. Washington's a toilet bowl. I mean, the Jets are toilet bowl to- too, but um, at least their defense is somewhat confident. So, yeah. The Titans host the Seahawks. Uh, Seattle, a three-point favorite in that game. Uh, I'm honestly surprised it's not more. Um, Seahawks are, I mean, they're they're fighting for a playoff spot. Um, Titans, they have nothing to play for at this point. Um I feel like Seattle's going to get a little bit desperate to try and win uh, try and win a game because right now, if, if things keep going the way they're going, L.A.'s going to win tonight, and that's, you know, if Seattle loses, that's a playoff spot gone from them. Um, so you, you, you got to think Seattle's going to get really, really aggressive in this game. Uh, Will Levis is going to have to do something on Tennessee's offense to – Try and keep them in it, but I, I just feel like the like Seattle's just gonna do everything they possibly can on both sides of the ball to make sure it is absolute hell for Tennessee. So I'm gonna roll with Seattle here. Um, I don't know if Geno Smith is back, um, but I don't think it's gonna really matter um, one way or another. I think Seattle's overall a much better product, much better team. Yeah, Seattle is a much better team, and. Uh, you know, they came off the huge win against the Eagles last week. So, you know, they're still fighting for wild card spot. Uh, San Francisco has San Francisco already clinched the division. Uh, yeah, they did. They did clinch division last yeah, week. So, so, yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, can't get the division, but they're definitely in bot to claim at least one of those last two wild card spots. Either Philly or Dallas is going to get the top wild card spot. Whoever doesn't win the, uh, the East, and then the last two, uh, that's kind of a battle right now between the Vikings, Packers, Rams, Seahawks, those teams right there. So definitely need to get a big win here. Yeah, I'll be a, I'll be a big Seahawks fan uh, this weekend, especially if the Lions end up winning as well. Uh, the Colts are on the road facing off against Atlanta. Atlanta, actually a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. I don't understand why. Why? Um, look, the I mean, we don't even know who the starting quarterback is in Atlanta. I think they said they're benching Ritter the rest of the season. Um, I don't know who's going to be starting quarterback in Atlanta. Their defense is really good, but so is Indianapolis. And at least you know what you got with Gardner Minshew um, in Indianapolis. So I, I have to roll with the Colts here. I, there, I just don't see any way Atlanta wins this game. The Colts have an all-around better offense. Uh, I believe I saw something about Jonathan Taylor being back this week. I don't know for sure about that, but uh, if he is, then yeah, I think Indianapolis for sure wins this game. Yeah, nah, for real. This is um, this is tough. Indy just seems like every game they get like an easy draw. I don't know why, because I. Never want to pick Indy. I just don't feel confident in their team to win. But, you know, another easy matchup, I would say. I mean, the Falcons lost to the Panthers last week. 
Um, their quarterback situation's awful. They're probably bottom three in the league in quarterback, and uh, their run game hasn't been up to par either. So, I mean, all they got's Young Hoku, so uh, he's basically carrying the whole team right now. So uh, I'm going to roll with the Colts. Yeah, Arthur Smith, he's got to go after this year. I mean, the the, the the horrible misuse of Bijan and uh, – uh, fuck, who's the other running back? I can't think of his Tyler name right Algier. now. Yeah, Tyler Algier. Like, the horrible misuse of both of them. Um, and, and you know, you're – you know, you got fucking uh, Drake London and you got um, Pitts and you just don't throw the ball to them. I mean – yeah, I, the, the, Arthur Smith has got to go. He's got to go at the end of the year, at the very least, um, and, and maybe actually draft an actual quarterback. But, uh, yeah, no, Indianapolis, I don't like picking them, but they have probably the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. They they really, really do. Uh, the Panthers host the Packers. Uh, Green Bay, a five-point favorite in this game. Uh, Green Bay's a dead corpse, and, well, we know if Green Bay's a dead corpse, we know what uh, Carolina is. They are just so god-awful. <laughs> um, I, I feel like this is a game, though, where Green Bay is just going to steamroll the Panthers. They're just, the Panthers are so bad. I know they picked up a, a win last week, but that's not going to carry much weight, especially because it was against dog shit Atlanta, and you didn't even score a touchdown in that game to win, so... Uh, I, I got to go with the Packers here. Uh, much better team overall. They cover this five, no problem. Yeah, and they're – I know it's still a long shot, but they do have chance still at the wild card. They uh, – I don't know about right now, but they definitely were at least a couple weeks ago in that seventh spot. Um, yeah, so. they're, they're, they're not in it right now. They're six and eight, so. Yeah, so they need a win desperately, Carolina. You know, I mean, Carolina needs a win too because they don't even own their picks, so. If they want to screw Chicago, I mean, they could do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if Green Bay loses this, they're done for. Um, Got to win to at least give themselves a chance at the end of the year. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Shit. The uh, Buccaneers host uh, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, a three-point favorite in this game. Um Things have come off the rails for Jacksonville the last couple of weeks. Um, just a lot of inconsistency. Uh, Trevor Lawrence isn't playing 100%. The defense does not look good at all. Uh, the Bucks over the last few weeks, quite the opposite, right? They they've kind of they've kind of fell off, and all of a sudden they're 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 back to to winning ways. They just beat Green Bay last week on the road, which is very very uh, difficult to a difficult place to win in. Um, but, uh, they got the job done. I'm going to roll with the Bucks here though. Uh, I, I, like I said, man, they're complete opposite of what, uh, Jacksonville has been, uh, over the last couple weeks, just falling. Like Jacksonville's just been falling apart while Tampa Bay has, well, not been doing that. Um, they've been looking pretty decent, uh, and, and they're fighting for a division. I know Jacksonville's fighting for the division too, but at this point, man, I don't know who's even going to win that uh, that AFC South because now it's a three-way tie between Indy, uh, Jacksonville, and Houston right now. Um, 
And with Indy having having a super soft schedule left to play, Indy could steal this division. But I got to rule with the Bucks here. This is going to be so tough, man, because both these teams need a win. And both of them are in just shitty divisions. Um, Jacksonville, of course, needs to keep their lead over the Colts and the Texans. And then same with the Buccaneers and against the Saints and the Falcons. I think the Falcons are for sure going to lose. The Saints are an hour down. So this would be the prime week for Tampa Bay to go ahead and uh, get the win and take this division. I'm going to roll with Tampa Bay as well. Yeah, just when I thought Tampa Bay was out, they've won the last couple games now, and they're right back in this fight. Uh, The Bears host the Cardinals. Another toilet bowl this week. Uh, Chicago is a four-point favorite in this game. Uh... I know weather could be, play a big factor in this game, so uh, Arizona not really used to you know weather like this. Chicago, on the other hand, is. Um, I don't know what the, the quarterback situation in, in Arizona is right now. I believe Kyler Murray will be starting. Um, as far as I'm concerned, he is. But um, yeah, no, I, I got to roll Chicago here. I, I feel like. Chicago just overall has a better team. I mean, this Arizona defense is abysmal. Uh, Chicago's defense, while it's not good, I think it's a lot better, at least on paper, than Arizona. But this is going to be, again, one of those low-scoring games because the offenses are so, so bad. And the defenses are pretty bad, too, but just because the offenses are so bad, this is just going to be a very boring, low-scoring game to watch. But Chicago, I think they win. I don't know if they cover that four points, though. Yes, this is going to be another like kind of toilet bowl matchup. Both these teams not great, but Chicago at least has been playing somewhat better. You know, the Cardinals at least. I think it. I think it's going to be close though. I think that Arizona is going to cover just because they seem to be uh, playing teams tougher than most people would think this year. But I think Chicago just in that cold environment is going to be better, and um, they're going to pull out the win here. Yeah. Uh, Miami hosts the Cowboys. Miami, a one-point favorite in this game. Um, it makes sense. I mean, Dallas on the road versus Dallas at home is two very, very, very different teams. And if Philadelphia wins that division, man, it's it's going to be tough for Dallas in the playoffs. It really will be because that is a, uh, a, a, a very – it's a very different team. Dallas at home and Dallas on the road. Uh, all the losses coming on the road for uh, for Dallas. Uh, Miami, on the other hand, they're one of the best teams at home. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with the Dolphins here. Um, shout out Tyreek. He just had his fourth or his uh, third kid in the last four months. Um, He's building his own offense. Yeah. He, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, something ridiculous. While he while being engaged, by the way, I don't know what the fuck this man is doing, but uh, I guess, yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, and, you know, he also wants to, to be a porn star when uh, when he's done with the NFL. But, uh, yeah, anyways, I'm, I'm going to have to rule with the Dolphins here. I, I just think, Miami at home is such a great team, and Dallas on the road is pretty, pretty bad. Um, they can't win on the road, um, or well, they can. It's just, it's just they don't look good. I mean, they average like ten points less a game on the road. 
Uh, and Miami at home is, is basically the same story with Dallas. I mean, they're so much better at home. So in this kind of situation, you got to roll with the Dolphins here. The offense is just too explosive. I don't think Dallas is going to be able to handle Miami. Yeah, I think so too. I think that uh, Miami, you know, Tyreek out here going to be a menace. Uh, and that offense is going to go crazy. You know, the Cowboys defense is pretty solid too, though. Um, especially Parsons will be getting to two, I think. But Miami at home, just a different team. And same with Dallas on the road, just a different team. The Broncos host the Patriots. Denver, a seven-point favorite in this game. Uh, Denver going to be looking to bounce back after that loss last week to the Lions. Uh, the Patriots are god-awful. Um, I believe, is it Bailey Zappi playing this week uh, for New England? Because, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter who's playing. It doesn't, for yeah, it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think Belichick's gone after this year. I got to roll with the Broncos. They're they're still fighting for a playoff spot right now. So, uh, yeah, go uh, go Broncos. Yeah, I think Broncos are going to win this one. And uh, the Patriots just... Uh... There's suck this year. <laughs> it just like the the Broncos, man. They're, they're what a wild story, man. It was like they they were like one in six. You know, it was Broncos country. Let's cry, sort of deal. Just just absolutely horrible. And now they're fighting for a playoff spot. Like what what is this, man? Just just insane. Monday we have three games. Um, Christmas Day, full of football. Starting off in the afternoon game, we have the Chiefs hosting the Raiders. Uh, Raiders had a nice win last week, big blowout win, but uh, they're going to get their asses blown out this week by the Chiefs. They're a 10-point favorite in this game, uh, and and it's obvious why. I mean, the, the, the Raiders are so bad. Their offense is god-awful. The defense, not so good. They might have a little bit of fun because, you know, Kadarius Tony can't catch anything. If, but if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I don't know why he's still throwing to him. Like, if I was Patrick he's Mahomes, just, I wouldn't be throwing yeah. to him at all. I don't care if Tony's wide freaking open, bro. Like, and I saw a thing. It was like Gronkowski was saying that Kadarius, Kadarius Tony doesn't love football because if he loved football, he would fix his mistakes. And, like, a thing saying, too, that, like, when he first showed up to the Giants – practice facility he forgot his cleats or something like his mind is just not right he just fucks up a lot and uh yeah if i was mahomes too i don't care if he's wide open in the end zone bro he's gonna drop it anyways so yeah no he, no, he, throwing he to tony yeah, I don't. I would not throw it to Tony the rest of the year if I'm Patrick. I don't care if he's standing in the in the end zone, wide open. Uh, the nearest defender is, is thirty yards uh, in front of him. I'm not throwing it to Tony. I don't give a shit. Uh, but that said, yeah, got to roll with the Chiefs here. Uh, the Eagles will host the Giants. This is going to be another blowout. The afternoon game on Monday. Uh, the Eagles, a thirteen and a half point favorite here. Eagles are going to snap this losing streak that they're on. They've lost their last three, but there's no way, no way they lose to the Giants, right? Yeah, I mean, they do then. I don't even know what to say, man, at that point. Like, you better get your shit together before playoff time. 
Could you imagine, though, if the Eagles and the Cowboys both lose this weekend, dude? Oh, man, that would be hilarious. That would be absolutely hilarious. And lastly, Monday Night Football, the best game probably of all of the season right now. You got the top two teams in the league. You got the Ravens, who lead the AFC, and the Niners, who lead the NFC, facing off in San Francisco. San Francisco, a five-point favorite in this game. Uh, Baltimore struggling a little bit lately on the road. You know, it's kind of like you know Miami and Dallas, where they don't play near, they don't play very near what they do at home. That said, I think the Ravens are going to pull off the upset this weekend. I, I feel like you know things have been great for both these teams lately, especially uh, the Niners. I feel like that they're just going to get taken down just a notch. Uh, against the Ravens here, and the Ravens will pull off a very sneaky, very close victory, but a nice upset victory here for the Ravens. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree, man. I'm going to go with the 49ers here. I think this is going to be a crazy close game. I think it's going to be you know one that goes down to the wire, but I think the 49ers are just the better team. I got to roll with them right now. Uh, I, I just – I think McCaffrey's going to go off. Purdy's been, you know, hitting everyone uh, pretty accurate. And uh, I trust their offensive line more. Just I trust the 49ers team more than I do the Ravens. No, that's that's understandable. Um, look, this is going to be a very close game, I think, either way. Either, I think both of these teams, you know, could win this game. If this was in Baltimore, though, I think you could definitely give the edge to Baltimore in this uh you know neutral field though ooh boy that would be crazy but mm-hmm. uh yeah it it's it's going to be a really good game we finally have a great primetime matchup this year cuz the NFL hates giving us those um so yeah man I'm real happy about that so moving away from the NFL we're going to go to college football um to the bowl games that seemingly don't matter anymore. I mean, nobody plays. Vegas won't allow you to bet above a certain amount on the games. They can't make up lines for these games because, I mean, for example, Syracuse is starting a tight end as quarterback uh, today because all their quarterbacks hit the portal. Every single quarterback hit the portal. And they're starting one of their tight ends as quarterback. It's just abysmal for them right now in the Boca Raton Bowl. Uh, and they're getting the piss beat out of them right now. Uh, South Florida's beating them 21 uh, We got about just under six minutes left in the second quarter on that one. I think we both picked Syracuse to win this one. But uh, I we didn't know at the time that they didn't have any of the quarterbacks playing. So, yeah. That make, yeah, that, that was a bad pick on, on both of our ends. But... Yeah, we got some more games to preview. Um, we have some games tomorrow. We have a, well, one game tomorrow, a few on Saturday, and a couple on Tuesday. So let's get into them. Uh, the Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, we'll see uh, UCF facing off with Georgia Tech here. Uh, UCF is favored by four and a half here. Um, look, Georgia Tech gave Georgia a run for their money. Uh, they actually gave Louisville a run for the money in the first game of the season. UCF, on the other hand, just uh, they can't handle big boy ball. Uh, they moved to the Big 12, and, yeah, the record shows they can't handle big boy ball, at least not yet. Um, look, I, I don't know 
who's starting, who's not anymore. So I'm just going to throw out randomly. I think Georgia Tech's going to win this game. Damn, man. I'm going to have to go with UCF. I just – I seen them beat Oklahoma State 45-3, uh, to 3, was it, or something crazy like that. Um, I know Georgia Tech kept it close with Georgia, but I feel like just because, you know, it's kind of like the whole Michigan-Michigan State thing, even though that wasn't true this year where – no matter how good or bad the teams are, they just kind of keep it close, you know, in-state's rivalry stuff. But, yeah, I think it'll be close, though. I, I could definitely see Georgia uh, winning this one. Yeah, look, it, it, it's hard to put any sort of faith in any team in any of these bowl games that aren't the playoff games because you don't know what you're going to get because so many kids are in the transfer portal right now. And more are to come, too, once the uh, once the playoffs are over, too. Um, I, I heard someone say, like, what they should do is all on, only players that can answer the transfer portal after the regular season are the teams that aren't in any bowl games. All of the players, you know, they, they can't hit the transfer portal until after the bowl game, um, which I think that kind of would help at least make the bowl games a little bit more interesting because I think you'd see a lot more players at least start to play in them again. But uh, I don't know, man. I, 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 they're just so – pointless at this point. I just I just can't. Uh Saturday, we have quite a few games. We have Eastern Michigan and South Alabama t- playing in the 68 Ventures Bowl. Now, I know Eastern Michigan has nobody playing. Um their quarterback who's probably one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen play in FBS f- level football ever. Uh, this year, he hit the transfer portal. Like, bro, where the fuck are you gonna transfer to? Um, <laughs> you, like, you are the worst quarterback ever. Um, but South Alabama's a 17 point favorite in this game. I'm gonna have to roll South South Alabama. I know. I I heard they got quite a bit of starters playing in this game, opposite of Eastern Michigan. So yeah, just gotta roll with the the heavy favorite here. Yeah, I mean, you're that big of a favorite. I mean, especially in a bowl game, I mean, you got to take them. Yeah. Uh, Duke and Troy will be playing in the 76 Birmingham Bowl. Troy, actually, a seven-point favorite in this game. Um, look, Riley Leonard's off to Notre Dame. Uh, nobody is playing for Duke. I don't even know who's playing for Troy, so I'm going to roll with Troy here. I mean, look, it's just so hard to make picks in this game, man, because, like, so many people aren't playing. For real. I mean, just tough. I think I'm going to go with this Troy as well here. I don't really know uh, too much on either of these teams, to be honest. Duke, Duke was a really good team, and now Elko's gone. Uh, their quarterback's gone. All the receivers have hit the portal. I mean, it's, it's just so bad. I think Troy at least has a lot of guys staying. So, yeah, that's probably why they're favored here. Uh, North Illinois is taking on Arkansas State in the Camellia Bowl. Arkansas State, a three-point favorite in this game. Um, I'm going to go with the underdog here. I'm going to pick North Northern Illinois just because, I mean, both these teams suck. Both these teams don't have anyone playing. We might see some crazy shit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go Northern Illinois as well. Air Force will be playing James Madison in the Lockheed Martin Arms for- Armed Forces Bowl. Um, look, this is basically a, a home game for Air Force in terms of 
the sponsor of this bowl. Uh, obviously, Lockheed Martin, you know, big aircraft manufacturer for the U.S. Air Force. I feel like Air Force wants to show out for them. Uh, both these teams don't have really a lot of starters playing. I feel like Air Force though will, will want to get the upset win here just because of the sponsor. And, you know, it is the Armed Forces Bulls, so it is kind of like a home game for them. I feel like they're going to try to show out for it. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm going to roll same team here. Uh, Utah State will be playing Georgia State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Um, yeah, look, uh, Utah State's a one-point favorite in this game. I'm going to roll with them. Uh, again, same situation with basically every team. Not a lot of starters playing. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to pick Utah State because, again, it doesn't really matter because none of these bulls matter. Yeah, I mean, I barely pay attention to college football. Well, no, that's not true. I, I do pay attention to the big games, but I'm going to be honest, man. I don't really give two shits about Utah State versus Georgia State. Like, who cares, man? Yeah, even if this was a regular season matchup, I would not care about this game. No, just Utah State, I guess. Uh, Northwestern will face off against Utah in the SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, Utah, a six-point favorite here. Utah has at least a couple starters I know playing. Northwestern, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't have any uh, any notable starters anyways playing here. So I'm going to roll with Utah here. I think better team. They have some. They have more starters playing here, so got to roll with them. Yeah, I just, I just like Utah's team a lot better than uh... – and Northwestern here in this game, I think that they roll pretty easily in this one. Uh, in the last Saturday game, it is the East Post Hawaii Bowl with uh, San Jose State and Coastal Carolina facing off. San Jose State, a nine-point favorite in this game. Um, they have a lot of starters, I believe, playing in this game. Uh, so I'm going to have to roll with them just based off of that. Um, it. Just, just know that it is a sin that this game is not being played on New Year, on not on New Year's Eve, on uh, Christmas Eve. Um, but I get it; they, they don't want to compete with the uh, the NFL on, even though it's a game that no one really wants to watch, anyways, because bowl games don't matter anymore. But uh, not having this game on Christmas Eve is kind of gonna annoy me a little bit, just because I, I I at least want to watch something college football on Christmas Eve, but uh, we won't get that this year. Yeah, I mean. Just crazy to think about, man. Yeah, just, uh, it is what it is there. Uh, and then Tuesday, we got three games. Uh, Minnesota and Bowling Green will face off in the Quick Lane Bowl. Uh, I went to this game a few years ago when it was Eastern Michigan versus, uh, Pitt. I went with, uh, Ian and our friend Tim. Um, that was a fun game. That was the, that was the game, uh, Mike Glass punched a ref. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen that video, dude, it is hilarious. Um, you got to check that out. But uh, Minnesota went five and seven, but they get in due to uh, their academic academic standards here. Bowling Green, a pretty decent run this year. Uh, Minnesota's just a three and a half point favorite here. Uh, I feel like Bowling Green can actually pull off the upset here. They have a few more starters playing, uh, especially on their defense. They have a lot. They have a lot of guys playing in this game. So uh, I, I feel like Bowling Green could pull off the upset here. I'm still going to roll with Minnesota. Uh, I just trust them more as a team than I do Bowling Green. Um, But neither of these teams I'm really that high on either. 
yeah, I'm I'm not high on either one. Plus, fuck Minnesota. Um, yeah. Uh, Rice and Texas State will face off in the uh, in the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Uh, Texas State is a five and a half point favorite in this game. Um, look, uh, I don't know shit about either of these teams. I'm just gonna throw a dart at the board, and it's gonna land on Texas State. I know they're favored here. I don't think any t- anyone's really gonna be watching this game, anyways. But uh, yeah, I think Texas State will cover. We're not co- well. Maybe they'll cover. I don't know. Yeah, I um, I gotta roll with the team that's uh, the favorite in this one. Again, just two teams barely making the bowls. Uh, not much to say. No, and then uh, our last other game on Tuesday, we have UNLV and Kansas facing off in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Kansas is a 12.5-point favorite here. I know both these teams don't have really anyone playing in this game, but when when you got, uh, you know, a spread like that and you have no starters playing, you got to roll with with uh, the the team that is favored. I'm going to roll with Kansas in this game. Yeah, your favorite by over ten in a bowl game should be pretty pretty easy for them to win this one. Yeah, it should be pretty damn easy for sure, man. But uh so that's gonna wrap it up. We'll have more bowl games on uh on Tuesday's episode to talk about and we'll also do a lot of reviews, so um I know you wanna get into a topic yeah. on the NBA now and uh um, Yeah, let's get into it, man, because oh this God. is bad. Okay. So we just talked about it should be a pretty easy win for them. Well, guess what a team can't get an easy win right now? The fucking Pistons, man. They lost again tonight. They lost to a 10-18. and 18. Now they're 11-18, but they were at the time 10-18 and 18 Jazz team coming off back-to-backs on the road, and they still lost, bro. Oh, and, 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 and remind, remind you, this was the Jazz G League team because they had four starters resting today. Yep. They, um, it just, it's ridiculous, bro. Kelly Olenek called game on this, bro. Kelly fucking Olenek, bro. Who used to play on the Pistons. He had 27 points, bro. How are we letting Kelly Olenek score 27 points? I, I, I honestly don't know. And, and look, look, I I don't think the Pistons are going to win a game this year. I honestly think at this point they're going to go 80, or they're going to, they're going to go two and 80. I mean, this is embarrassing. Some guy put a bet down. It was posted on Bleacher Report and BR Betting for the Pistons not to win a game this year. He put forty bucks to win forty thousand. I mean, that seems pretty smart, man. Only forty bucks, and you know, Pistons, man, they're gonna lose eighty in a row. It's gonna be ridiculous. Like, yeah, no, I mean, look, and 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 like <laughs> so, like yesterday, uh, you know, the the, the Pistons. Posted some uh, Frank Gore's uh, propaganda, you know, saying he's gonna donate all these uh, toys and shit to to a bunch of uh, kids in need. That's just like it's like, dude. If it, at, at this point, like, I, if I was those kids, I'd be like, I don't want that shit. Fuck no. <laughs> I want. I want to. I want to win. It's, it, I I feel like they could give away free Pistons tickets, man, and no one would show up. Uh, so, yeah, I was like, I was it's so so bad. I was joking with people in my work. I'm like, yeah, right now the the worst first date idea would be to go ask a girl, hey, do you want to go to the Pistons game? Like, that's just a slap in the face at that point, man. Like, what are we doing, man? 
if, if if you're a Detroit sports fan, there's only two teams in this town actually worth going to go and see, and that's the Red Wings and the Lions. Both are the, the Tigers are all right. I mean, yeah, the Tigers are okay. I mean, they should be better uh, than they were this past season, but I mean, the Tigers aren't playing right now. So, out of the three teams playing sports right now. There's only two teams actually worth your while, and 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 wings ticket wings tickets are pretty cheap still. Um, yeah. But uh, wings, we're gonna be starving forever, man. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, free, yeah, yeah. They, they, so the, if they ever win, bro, that line out wing stops can be out the damn door, bro. Every fucking wing stop, every wing stop will have at least, you know, at least a forty minute wait for food. Um, because of just how ridiculous, uh, the, I mean, five free wings every time the Pistons win a game. Yeah, no, look, take those wings, give them back uh, to the distributor because you don't fucking need them, bro. It, it this is so bad. When you lose to a team's G League team, essentially, at you know after coming, at, you had rest. They just had back to backs on the road. And and you lose to a team that has zero functional players on on the, on the court. You you just you are you are just terrible. I honestly have no idea what's going on. It, it, I, Frank Gore still hasn't said anything. I feel like this loss is gonna force him to say something, man. man. Because this is this is terrible. And, and the NBA, if if ownership continues to play dead, like. NBA, the NBA has to get in here and force force him to sell the team at this point because this yeah. is just embarrassing. Yeah, um, freaking! I'm looking at a poster right now. People with bags over their heads sell the team. There was a sub the team chant in the game tonight. Yeah, it's bad, man. Like this is ridiculous. Just how bad. I've never in my entire like I've seen some pretty damn bad Pistons teams. Last year's team was horrible. Like basically from '08. Or oh nine basically until like twenty nineteen. I mean, they were awful. They'd missed the playoffs all those years and uh, got bounced in the first round, swept uh, in the years they did make it, like in twenty sixteen or whatever. They've they've been bad, but they've never been this bad. And they're on pace right now, man, by a long shot to break the record for not only the worst. Uh, you know, record-wise in uh, basketball history. I mean, this is going to be one of the worst records in sports history. I think 2-80 and 80 is a lot more embarrassing than 0-16. I mean, it's a lot worse, man. Oh, no, absolutely. A lot worse. Like, I, I, I don't yeah. think it's realistic still because it is the NBA. I feel like they're going to get a win somewhere. Where that will be, I don't know, but I don't know. I mean, because like, I would thought tonight would have been the game, man. Yeah, no, I, I, that's the thing. It was tonight, and, and and the thing is, is that like, you know, someone asked me, you know, like like realistically though, how many how many wins do you think the Pistons will get? And I said, I said, you know, it's the NBA. Maybe you know they'll get to they'll get to about ten or eleven. At this point, dude, I'm thinking that number is going to be more like four or five because I I, I don't think they're going to go two and eighty. I really don't. Yeah, I don't think but so either. I know that's like kind of a it's the right meme now. right now, but man, it's it's getting worse and worse. I don't think they do. We're like a third of the way through the year, and they have two wins. Like, I don't see them getting to double digits. I, 
maybe seven, eight. I mean, their, their worst record ever was in a lockout year. It was the Charlotte Bobcats, and they went seven and fifty nine. And that seems like pretty generous considering the Pistons are two and twenty six right now. Yeah, no, that, it that is embarrassing. I mean, absolutely embarrassing. Um. I, I I'm I'm gonna go on FanDuel right now. See if I can find that uh, Pistons win a game in, in the rest of uh, 2020. Yeah, uh, and also like, man, if I would have known this, man, even like just betting money line or I don't know how they're doing against the spread this year. I really don't. But bro, even just putting like a hundred bucks every game on Pistons to lose money line, bro. I mean, that's that's free money right there. That's infinite glitch, man. Uh, honestly, it really is at this point, I man. Mean, they're probably like a plus like four hundred favorite to win any game now. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, dude, it is no. it is so embarrassingly bad. Um, it it is really the infinite money glitch. I I honestly at this point I feel like Vegas is gonna stop letting you bet on the Pistons or against the Pistons. Was, yeah. Oh my. So God. I'm 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 gonna pull up uh see if I can find anything. Uh, relating to that because that would be absolutely embarrassing. I mean, absolutely embarrassing to uh, to see happen this year. Um, let's see. I can't even find anything for the NBA, or not the NBA, but uh, for the Pistons at all, let alone, um, you know, figure out or find that uh find that bet um but uh yeah dude the, the pistons are just so embarrassingly bad i mean y- you cannot have you know y- y- when you lose to a team that's really bad i mean the jazz are a bad team and and they are resting four starters and you still lose dude and, real, like I'm trying to think who they so yeah no, no Laurie Markkinen their best player no Jordan Clarkson like the Jazz are little yeah they don't even have like the only good player that played for the Jazz today was like Colin Sexton like with John Collins is gonna you're losing to John you're losing to Kelly Olynyk you're losing to Chris Dunn bro you're losing to some guy I don't, I don't even know this guy Semyon Afani bro. Who I can't even pronounce this dude's name, bro. Who is this man? Who who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that guy? For real. I mean, man, this is is so bad. Um, the Detroit Pictons, man. That. <laughs> For real. <laughs> the they living up to their name, man. The Detroit Pistons, man. The Detroit Pictons. But yeah, man, just embarrassing. I I hope. Something changes, but I, I just need, we just need ownership to say something. I mean, fuck, it's not that hard to fucking make an appearance, dude. But no, instead you you fucking force your social media guy to um. Bro, the social you know, media guy's hilarious. Oh, oh dude, dude, it, he's either been doing no captions or like he'll write just final, like, and everyone's just like, man. This guy's got to hate his job right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it, it's it's like like the Red Wings social media guy a few years ago, man. When the Red Wings were super super bad, 
but the Red Wings were never this bad, man. This is this no. is embarrassing. This is new low lows, not just in the NBA, but just sports in general. Like yeah. I, I honestly, this is worse than losing every single game in NFL season. It is because, it, like, like, I mean, just like for the fact that you can go thirty games, they're gonna go probably thirty games and two wins. Like, crazy man. They're gonna break the uh, the record, I think. Uh, so the record, the record over uh, two combined seasons was twenty eight in a row, but the record with just one season is twenty six, and the Pistons just hit twenty five tonight in a row. So two more games and they break the record. Yeah, no, dude, I I cannot, I literally cannot find anything on. Like I, I'll search for the Pistons on Fanduel and nothing shows up. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure yeah. which uh, app he used to place that, but if you go on um, Instagram and look at uh, BR Betting, you'll see the post I'm talking about, about the guy betting on the Pistons to lose every game the rest of the year. Yeah, dude, that's that's insane. Um, that that you that's, that's just so embarrassing. The Pistons are embarrassing. Um, but yeah, no, they they but that uh. That post that the Pistons had yesterday about the uh, you know Gore's giving away all these toys, um, the social media guy like with good conscience, how could you actually post that when the team is this bad? I mean, the, the, they that post got bombed on Twitter uh, with people saying uh, that's great, but sell the team and just shit like that. Just constantly, just basically everything was sell the team, sell the team. Um, it, it was it was so bad. Um, they were talking about it on the sports radio uh, in Detroit. Just just it was so so bad. It was hilarious. Some of these comments, man. Um, a lot of them are not really appropriate for uh, you know the radio, so they couldn't really uh, say them. But man, it is it is really bad for the Pistons right now, and uh, things don't seem to be getting any better either. No. So that is that is gonna do it for us today. Uh, Tuesday we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Obviously NFL review. Uh, we're gonna have you know bowl games to review. Um, real quickly, I saw uh, Michigan got um, uh, got handed a notice uh, from the NCAA about uh, their findings in the uh, investigation, the first investigation that uh, Michigan was under. Uh, this year about uh, hosting recruits during the COVID dead period. Uh, Michigan has about 90 days to respond. And then the NCAA has another 60 days to respond to Michigan's response. So uh, lots to come on that. Uh, we'll talk about it more. But, uh, yeah, for all you stupid Michigan fans that are just like, oh, it's just a cheeseburger, it's not just a cheeseburger. You're you're embarrassing our fan base. Shut up. Quit being retarded. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyways, guys, uh, rate, review, subscribe, help us out. Let us know what you want to see more of, and, uh, we will see you guys on Tuesday.